Hello, this is Dr. Rosie Kuhn, and this podcast series is called Aging Like a Guru. Who, me? Yes, every one of us is aging like a guru. And as we age, whether we're 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, 100, I believe there's a part of us that continually assesses what we're doing here, what, what we've accomplished, what makes it different, what matters, um, how we're being here, what's the point. We have all those questions we ask. And quite often we ask those questions, but we don't actually go, okay, I'm going to sit down and actually answer that question for myself. The, the bottom of all of this is that um, the intention is if I'm, li- if I'm aging like a guru, if I'm living a life as a guru, then I'm being mindful and conscious of what's mine to do in the world, what's mine to be in the world, who am I here? And that that beautiful quote, to thine own self be true, to, to know your truth, to live in your truth, to know your direct experience as a truth and the truth, because that is your experience, even though it may be different from somebody else's. It, somebody else may see see the world totally different. We live in uh, economics and pol- political situations now that are very, you know, very pol- polarized in some ways. And it's like, that's just what is. So am I wrong or am I right? It doesn't matter. Here's my direct experience of reality. And for me to live in the harmony of that is, in a sense, my truth. And that's the intention of these is to bring harmony bring the potential for harmony for each of you because you're the only ones that can create that harmony in your life with yourself and when you're in alignment with that you're living with yourself 24 7 so that's where you want the harmony to be (laughs) with yourself so that you're in peace and you resonate and you feel joyful and fulfilled that's my intention for you and especially for me because when I can do it if I can do it then I can actually talk about it in a way that maybe makes sense to you, that it's not just highly spiritual people, but every one of us is asking the question, who am I? And how do I be in the world? And why is the world showing up the way it does, as opposed to the way I want it to? And all of those questions are really, really important for each and every one of us. And the, you know, the the, the value of having a life coach or a spiritual director or a therapist is to help you and empower, more importantly, empower you to ask those really hard questions and really sit and listen to the answers. That process of listening to the answers, listening for what's true, is called discernment. It's, a, it's something you find in the metaphysical or mystical world of, of Christianity, in a sense. But it's part of everyday life to discern what's true, what's not, and how am I going to, how, how do I choose to be with what is? the isness of it, and the truth of it. So the intention of today's podcast of, of um, uh, on one level, it's to thine own self be true, but then asking the, de- the deeper questions, the harder questions that come up just because you're human and because life changes and circumstances change. Uh, and we have to be with, and we get to choose to be with the big fat be with of life. And how do we interpret and what are our principles about life so that it makes it easier no matter what. I spoke a few um, last week about um, 
Harriet, I'll, I forget people's names because I, I make them up every time, but Harriet in our uh, aging group says, you know, she is sure she's going to end up warehoused in some nursing home and basically just be there until she dies. And okay, if that's true, now what? How do you, if that's true, you're going to be warehoused? What are you gonna, how are you going to be in that? What's the attitude, the mood? What are you going to take to that? Are you going to be pissed off, angry, um, upset, and punish people? Or can you just say, okay, this is what's the, the last part of my life, and how do I make the best of it? That's kind of part of the question that I have for us in the sense I, I know quite a few people who have come to the planet and in somewhere along the way in the process of being birthed most of the time it's in that reality of going I don't want to go I don't want to be here I don't want to be in, on on the planet I don't want to be here and and they're birthed and they're here and they're pissed at God because they're here and they're in this circumstance it doesn't matter how good the circumstance they're pissed because they're here just like Harriet who's pissed because she's being warehoused. She's not being warehoused, but she's already pissed because her perception is that's what's going to happen to her. So she's living in this attitude of being pissed off, even though the reality of warehousing doesn't even exist except in her mind. So there are people that come to the planet and they're pissed because they're here. There are people who've had near-death experiences and other experiences where they go, okay, I'm done. I don't want to be here. But for whatever circumstances they see, they have to come back to finish or complete or participate in something. They're pissed. They don't want to be here. They want to go to that place that they experienced as beautiful and joyful and connecting and belonging. They don't want to be here. Uh, and, um, in this, and, and people, as they get older and find themselves in these bodies that are not functioning the way that they used to. They're not as beautiful as they used to. Beautiful in air quotes. Um, they're not, um, they're not, Gracie's confirming that, <laughs> my talk. Um, there's the, Gracie, stop. Um, there's all these places where we're in it and we're pissed. And that's okay. But then we have to ask the questions I was asking last, in the last podcast, What's your motive? What is, what is your purest intention? What does is, what is being pissed serve? What does it serve you? How does it serve you? And if you want your heart's desire, and if you consider that the possibility of having what's infinitely pleasing, if you want to be in harmony with yourself, is being pissed is that the choice? And and I'm told I've been pissed for years. I've been pissed for decades. I, I know that place. And I'm learning to look at it and go, okay, I'm feeling pissed right now. And what are my choices? And what am I pissed at? What's the source of this um, experience I'm having that I'm pissed off at? And asking those questions gives me... Um, power. It empowers me to make a difference and say, okay, I may be warehoused as I get to a point of total um, decrepitude. And how am I going to be with that? And I want to be in love. I want to be totally in a place of love. And it's like, if that's true, then I got some work to do. And so wherever you are in your aging process, as you're 
moving towards aging like a guru, you have those opportunities to ask those questions to yourself and actually answer those questions. Quite often in self-help books, um, uh, you know, this is true for my self-help books too that I've written like Self-Empowerment 101, is books ask a lot of questions. And we go, wow, that's a great question. And then we, we keep going. We don't answer the question. We just keep going. And I've had a lot of people who've emailed me or whatever and said, hey, you ask really good questions in that book. And I'm reading it, and then I'm going to go back and, and answer the questions. And I've never heard anybody, very few people, I'll, I'll say there have been a couple because there have, who have said, wow, I did go back and answer those questions. That was really powerful. So we don't answer the questions. It's more like, oh, they're just rhetorical questions. But no, these are not rhetorical questions. How do you want to live your life? Especially as you, your sense of identity with your body and your role in the world and your role with people, your relationships, they all shift and change. And how do you want to be with that? You get to answer that question. I want to be pissed off. All right, go for it. <laughs> be happy being pissed off if you want to, um, and, 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 and punish God if you want to, or try to, or punish your parents because they were not there in the way that you expected, or punish your exes or your relationships or your children because you're pissed off. You have that right to do that, and you also have a right to change that attitude if you want to. Um, we we're always at choice. And that's, for me, the most important part of the work I bring is that place of how do you empower yourself to choose what you choose to choose? So in the the throes of all of this, I'm seeing, coming back to my original, how did I come to choose the way that I see myself, perceive myself and live within this human existence? And I can see how... Um, circumstances were what they were that trained me to say, oh, I guess I'm insignificant. I guess I'm unimportant. I guess I'm not valuable. So living under the radar, living less than, um, and all of those has brought me to this moment of realization that, wow, this is a way of being in the world, but it's not the ultimate. It's not, I'm not thriving in this. And um, I find serenity and acceptance, but it's like, oh, wait, I can do something about this. I can actually change this. I just need the courage. I need to cultivate courage and strength to continue to pursue the answers to my questions so that I'm clear about what's my trajectory? What's my motive? Do I want to, is my motive punishing people? Punishing God? Hmm. <laughs> okay. It's up to you. Is your motive that you um, really want to bring love and be of service to the world and bringing peace and love? Awesome, too. That's just as awesome. Just be clear about that and start with yourself. To thine own self be true. That's my practice. That's just, I'm saying that not like, that's my practice. It's a big, hard, horrendous um, be with, big fat be with. All right, that's it for now. I look forward to talking to you soon, and thanks for listening. Bye for now.